Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. Like I ask each and every single episode, do me a favor, tell your friends and family about the show. And uh, you know that there's a follow or like subscribe button somewhere around here. Hit that bad boy for me, all right? Because I'm not charging you anything to listen to the episode or watch the episode. So I would gladly appreciate if you're in the spirits or if you're just into Magic the Gathering, just do me a favor. Hit that follow, like, subscribe button. Now you can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. I'm willing to take all input. And you know what? Uh, uh, this episode is brought to brought to me by a friend of mine who said, Dwight, you know, I'm having a little problem with Amulet Titan. So, you know what? This episode is me breaking down Amulet Titan. Now, before we begin, it's now time to do my uh, sponsor thing. And I want to thank my friends at Greg's Games. That's right, Greg's Games. You can find them at 2103 Whitehorse Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. Now, let me just tell you about this. If you're on the uh, central New Jersey near Trenton or on you're on the Pennsylvania side, it's a moral imperative to check this place out. It's a great place to go to. I enjoy uh, going there. I actually just went there just recently to trade in a bunch of cards to get more cards. Uh, they have everything you need for magic. They got deck boxes, sleeves. Uh, they got singles. Now, if you're looking for old commanders, they got old commander decks. They got new commander decks. They got all the pre-cons that you're looking for. Now, they also got uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Warhammer, other tabletop games. So if you're looking for some great, great uh, just tabletop gaming, check out Greg's Games. That's right, Greg's Games, 2103 White Horse, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. And when you're there, tell Greg, hey, MTG Ectoplasm sent me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for segment number one. And I'm going to sit there and break down Amulet Titan. Now, Amulet Titan, for those who are unaware, uh, is a deck that is truly the bane of many spirit players. Uh, you know, I played against the deck. Unfortunately, I do have a winning result against Amulet Titan. Uh, I don't know why. It's just one of the decks that I can really go out of my way and smash. Now, uh, most people consider this deck to be nothing more than a pure synergy deck, right? With Amulet Vigor and Lands, and then you got Primeval Titan. Uh, honestly, it's more than just that. It's more of a combo deck, if you really think about it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a combo deck. Because there's certain things in there that you're going to go, maybe i need to take care of this now let's bring up the deck list there is so with my friend ravishing renata how you doing ravishing how you feeling i'm doing well hey there she is the one the only now uh i wish this was a little bit bigger thank you amulet titan ready creatures it's running one tireless tracker two azusa lost uh, uh lost but seeking i'm sorry two cultivator colossus four Dryad of the Lysian Grove, four Primeval Titans. Those are the creatures. Now they're also running artifacts. They're running one Expedition Map, 
I, I don't know why I got stuck there, but expedition map. I don't know why. And then you got four amulet of vigor. That ah, uh, for for that mana cost, that it's such a stupid card. It's also running this particular deck is running four summoners packed. Yep. Then you got to explore, then uh, an enchantment slash land Urza saga. Ugh. Awful, awful, awful. Now here comes where all of us spear players go, the lands. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this deck is running a lot of lands. And let's begin. As one radiant fountain, one crumbling vestige, gruel turf, a misty rainforest, one uh, slayer's stronghold, a sun horn, shouldn't be sun should be sun home fortress of the uh, legion of asuba a breeding pool a boris garrison a valakut the molten pinnacle two Teleria west two castle garenbrig two uh cavern of souls uh two silesian sanctuary four forest and four simic growth chamber that's all that's a mouthful right there that's a lot of land now, if you look at this deck, can we be honest? In, in just looking at it, it just looks like it's just a whole bunch of mishmash deck where it should be too expensive for our opponent to play, right? But realistically, this deck actually gets out a lot quicker than we would actually hope. The reason why is they're using ramp. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, they're using ramp to see if they can get Primeval Titan out before turn six. Now, the first card they're using is a Boreal Grazer. Now, my, my loving wife is going to bring that up for me, a Boreal Grazer. And a Boreal Grazer is one green, has reach, and it's a 0-3 beast, right? When a Boreal Grazer enters the battlefield, you may put a land from your hand onto the battlefield. For one mana, it's not bad, and it has a big booty. So it means if us, the spear player, tries to attack, more than likely it's going to block our creature. That's the unfortunate part. But fortunately, we have more than just one spirit, right, that has flying. The next one is the Dryad of Elysian Grove. Now, this came to us uh, about last year. And let me read it. It's too generic and a green. It's an enchant creature nymph. Unique creature type, right? Nymph. We don't see too many nymphs out there. And it's a 2-4, another creature with a big booty, right? Unfortunately, the image that you see there is a guy who's half naked. And you can see his half-looking booty, and it looks, you know, there, right? Not big, but it's there. And it reads, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. How horrific is that? Lands you control are every basic land type in addition to other types. Now, this card we have to keep an eye out on for. I'm going to explain a little later, but this is one of the key cards. Not only does it help them ramp, but it's slightly of a combo piece. Now, the next one is Zuza Lost But Seeking. 
Now, this card is all the way from back in Kamigawa, but it came back in M21. It's too generic and a green, a one in two human monk. It's a legendary creature, right? You may play two additional lands on each of your turn. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're noticing there, there, there's a theme here, but there's a lot of land that these got these individuals want to play over and over and over again now the final card that we we look for ramp is what explore that's right one generic green it's a sorcery and it says you may play an additional land this turn and look at that you get to draw a card are you kidding me that's just wrong oh you know what i'll play this spell I will play an additional land. So since I played a land this turn, oh, I'll just put another one out there. So now on turn two, I'm playing three and I draw a card or God forbid, you know, you have Amulet of Vigor or so on and so forth. This is not good, right? It's horrific. But now it comes time for the synergy part of the deck. That's right, synergy. And the synergy comes in a card, a very powerful card called Amulet of Vigor. That's right. This one mana cost artifact does what? Whenever a permanent enters the battlefield, tapped and, un oh, sorry, let me read that again. Whenever a permanent enters the battlefield, tapped and under your control, untap it. Now, most times people will be like, okay, it doesn't mean nothing to me. Why should I worry? Why should I be concerned? Well, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, you're going to see why. You have Boris Garrison and Gruel Turf. Now, if you're unfamiliar with these, these are what they call bounce lands. They come into play, and then you have to return a land back to your hand, and this card, these cards enter the battlefield tapped. Why? Because they produce two mana. Now, with Amulet of Vigor, fine, you have to return a land back to your hand. But it comes into play, and you can use it immediately. So, for example, you have a forest, and you play an Amulet of Vigor. They're, they're playing Amulet of Vigor turn one. Guess what? They can play Boros Garrison or Gruel Turf here, right? They tap their land. Okay, that's one mana. They put this land down. They return the land back to their hand. Now they got three total mana because now they can use the mana from Boros Garrison or Gruel Turf. Now, the scary part of this is that, see, if they have two Amulet of Vigor, each land makes four mana. That's, that's awful, ladies and gentlemen. That's very, very awful. That actually sets them up for Prime Titan, Primeval Titan. Now, let's look at Gruel Turf. Gruel Turf is just a, it comes into play tapped, but it does give them a red and green. The whole deck is green, but, you know, they need a splash of red in there. There's a reason why it, 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 they don't really need it because of the red, but realistically, it's mostly a green deck, but there's red in there for a particular card that's looking for mountains on, you know, specifically. And then Boros Garrison, red and white, just like Grill Turf, 
So we'll keep it moving from this point on. But that's the synergy. They bounce, you know, they put a bounce line in the play. They get more mana. And it doesn't hurt them. So how does this deck win? Well, this deck wins. If we could go to the next slide, please. Uses you the first way they could do it is using Primeval Titan. Because if they can get it out before turn, let's say by turn three, by turn four, primeval tank comes out. Now they can attack with this creature. This creature's a six, six trample. It's four mana, oh, sorry, four generic, two green. It's a giant. Whenever primeval Titan enters the battlefield or attacks or attacks, just be aware of that. You may search your library for two land cards, put them into the battlefield, tap, then shuffle, shuffle your library. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if they have Amulet Titan, I'm sorry, Amulet of Vigor, guess what? Those two lands come into play untapped. Now, if you look at the next card, if you look side over, it, you have Sun Home Fortress of the Legion. And I'll tap for a generic mana, like a, a colorless mana. Ooh, who cares? Now look at the other ability right next to it. It says two generic, a red, a white. You tap this. Target creature gains double strike until end of turn. Double strike, ladies and gentlemen. You have They have a 6-6 six, six Titan on the battlefield. It's now doing 12. Now, let's be honest. You know, I know, we both know. The booties on the spirits, not that big. They tend to be one booty, a two booty. Very rarely we get a three booty, right? So this is a particular card that we have to keep an eye out for. In Spanish, we say, ponga ojo. But this is one way they can constantly go in and beat us. They attack, attack, attack with Primeval Titan with the trample and the double strike. So that's the first way how the deck wins. The next way it can win is with Valakut and the Dryad of Elysian Grove. That's right, Velikut in the Dryad of Elysian Grove. What happens is Velikut enters the battlefield tapped. You know, with Vig, you know, Amulet of Vigor. You know, we we keep on mentioning cards can be untapped. But let's just read. Whenever a mountain enters the battlefield, unless you control, if you control f at least five other mountains. You may have Velikut of the Molten Pinnacle deal three to target creature or player, and you can tap this for a red mana. So basically, you have to have five lands. And the reason why I say you have to have just basically five lands is because if you look to the side, once again, to dry out of the Elysian Grove, what's that last sentence say? Lands you control are every land type in addition to other types. So guess what? It doesn't matter It matter if they have a bounce land. That bounce land, guess what, is a mountain. If you have a Valakut, it's also a mountain. Basically, all their lands are mountains. So all they got to do is put several mountains onto the battlefield, and guess what? This is really, really bad for us because they're sitting there. If they attack with prime time, right? They put two lanes in the play. Well, first things first, they're they're hurting us pretty bad with the attack of Titan. And then on top of that, they're doing six to us. And the fact that they can use that mana to 
do other shenanigans like play explorer so they can put another land in the play and draw a card and the fact that you have this i I just just read it's like they could put another card so that's four lands they could put on one turn and that's 12 total damage and god forbid they have that sun home on the battlefield they're attacking you for 12 right there that's 24 ouch ouch that's horrific now there's another way one more way they can sit there and spank your hiney ready it's cultivator colossus and tireless tracker now this one's not overly popular but this is this is new this is something that they are trying out to something they're playing with and some shenanigans and it's pretty good now i'm going to be honest this deck list that i got here made a, mo- a modern challenge i think it hit uh either first place or it was in the top eight back in january i just wanted to make sure i got one of the best lists but let's look at cultivator colossus four generic three green star star okay that just means there is something to it now it has trample it's a plant beast let me begin with it it's a plant beast that has trample cultivator colossus power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control well if we've learned anything so far that cultivator is going to be huge in this deck because they're constantly playing lands over and over and over again. So this, you know, for seven mana, this damn thing is going to be on, on mech seven seven no matter what. There's no, there's no mana dorks out there. They're just spewing lands out there, and it comes out as a seven seven. Horrific. Let me keep on reading. Whenever Cultivator Colossus enters the battlefield, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped if you do draw a card and repeat this process well what have we learned here ladies and gentlemen these cards do not come into play tapped they stay untapped because of what they emulate a vigor and they repeat the process over and over again this this here ladies and gentlemen why watsy why that's all i gotta ask why you make one of the better decks out there better with this especially in innistrad why they don't need this in innistrad but not only that they also gave us tireless tracker in the deck that we have to worry about two generic and a green a three two creatures great so this creature doesn't have a big booty but it has a big front end i'm i'm just gonna leave it there you know i'm trying to keep it pg human scout right whenever a lane enters the battlefield under your control investigate that means you get a little clue token so you get a clue you got a tattoo mana you sacrifice it then draw a card not bad right and especially with the bounce lands oh you can start searching cards left and right how bad bad whenever you sacrifice a clue which this deck does put a plus one plus one counter on tireless tracker so think about this ladies and gentlemen they're putting lands onto the battlefield they're getting clues which i wish they didn't get a clue but they get clues and they get to draw cards and this guy gets bigger and bigger every time you sacrifice it sacrifice a clue these two cards alone are smashing you in the face over and over again this why hands down as i as a spirit player loathe this deck this is one of the few decks i i wish would go into a fire pit and never return uh ever again 
unfortunately, you know, Watsy does its things. They made their banning today, and I just wish they would ban this entire deck. That's just me. But this is the third way in which Amulet Titan wins. So let's go over. First one, Primeval Titan with the Sun Home uh, Fortress of the Legion. That's the first way. Second way is Velikid, draw and the Dryad of Elysian Grove. Third, Cultivator Colossus and Tireless Tracker. So that's how they kick our ass. Now let's figure out how we kick their ass. Ready? Let's go. Like I tell you each and every time, Spirits is a fair deck. It's a fair deck. Yeah, they most players complain like, oh, it's not fair. You get to flash in, you know, your spirits at the end of my turn by using, you know, the Aether Vial or the fact that you have the Rattle Chains on the battlefield. No, that's not fair. Let's be honest with one another guy, pal. You know, you're, you're ramping. You're putting these huge creatures on the battlefield. The only thing I have is creatures that let me to put them on the battlefield quickly. They protect their own and they give me slight ev uh, evasion so I can fly over that, that darn creatures that you have that I just have a hard time dealing with. So the secret in this deck and what I've seen and I've done over and over again facing these decks is the fact that you have to attack, attack, attack. Do not hesitate in attacking. If you sit there and sit on your laurels and go, oh, I'll just wait till the game comes to me. No, you give them the game. You, you put it in their face and do not be afraid. I can't be more sincere than that. The next thing you have to do, if you see Amulet of Vigor onto the battlefield, you need to destroy it ASAP. ASAP. Reason why, if you leave it on the battlefield and they end up playing these bounce lights, it's going to empower them to, you know, ramp up their deck and come at you with Titan or any other creature they have there. Next, Dryad of the Elysian Grove. Now, I don't know if you guys watch Nikachu in the morning, right? He does his show at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. But this is a card that he loads the most. And I don't blame them because it's not, it, it's a card that's really not fair because it allows them to play a land and all their lands become mountains. It's really not a fair card for us or any other deck, but it's there. It's not banned. So the secret is we have Skyclave Apparition, right? We got to do everything in our power to get rid of it, to remove it. Because realistically, it's a 2-4. We don't have anything that we can go out of our way with four. But do we? Do we? Then the next is Primeval Titan. We need to get rid of Primeval Titan. But once again, here we go. What we can do with a six-mana creature? Well, there's two things we can do here. Ready? First things first is if we're attacking, make sure you have a blocker behind and not, you know, I, I'd say fly, fly over, go, go attack, attack, attack. You know, sometimes fly over and attack, but keep one back. And the reason why I say now is because thanks to Watsi, they've given us a little, what the French call a little bit of je ne sais quoi, a little bit of the, I do not know what. They were thinking 
I'm a huge fan and I'm actually reaching out to spear players such as yourself out there. And I'm saying it is now time for us to embrace channel lambs. That's right. Because I'll tell you right now, you put in that John Joe seat of the uh, empire in your deck and primeval Titan attacks you and you block with a selfless spirit. Fine. I'll block with a selfless spirit. Fine. I don't care. It's a two, one booty, but mm, you know what? I will pay the one white, the two generic. And because I blocked your creature is dead. That's right. It's gone forever. Adios. Arrivederci. Mushi, mushi, konnichiwa. Goodbye. I don't have to worry about you anymore. That same thing happens with the Dryad of Elysian Grove. The only issue is sometimes they don't really like to attack with Elysian because they're scared. They're shook. They don't, they, they're afraid that we're going to wipe that card out. And you know what? We need to. 100% need to. And then finally, the one card that is a moral imperative that you need four. I, I mean, I, I, me personally, I pulled back. I went three, but I'm reconsidering. I'm going to put a fourth back in there uh, just because of the shakeup that's going on right now in modern. And that's Shacklegeist. That's right, Shacklegeist. Now, I know maybe a couple of you was like, oh, you should have been talking about Shacklegeist from the very beginning. Maybe so, but we got to figure out how to attack this deck. And Shacklegeist doesn't really attack. It just massages them massages the, the creature out so the whole goal is if you're new to spirits right before they attack before they you know before they declare their attack state you just ask okay you 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 did your you know your main you know main phase are you going into attack phase yes well i'll tap my shackle geist or two other spirits and now I'm tapping down your primeval Titan. So what happens? Well, remember, ladies and gentlemen, when primeval Titan attacks, it gets two lands. So we automatically know comes in the play, gets two lands. So we're screwed there. But when it attacks, it gets two lands. Guess what? By using shackle guys, we're removing the card out of the, you know, out of the uh, attack mode. And guess what? They're not getting anything. They're sitting there twiddling their thumbs. I don't know about you, but that makes me a giddy, jovial little boy sitting up across a Titan player. And he's sitting there smacking you and th thinking he's going to smack you over and over and again and go, oh, there's my shackle guys. Uh, I will fly over. I'll keep two of my people here. Uh, come at me, bro. You think you're a tough guy? Meet me outside, bro. Guess what? Your attack phase hits. Boom. Nothing. Nada. You're doing nothing, my friend. And I'm going to constantly fly over and smack you in the face. Now, I've heard people go, oh, Dwight, what would you put in the sideboard? Realistically, it's really tough. Really tough to come up with sideboard cards. Uh, you know, I had to go look at old cards and go, mm, I could put Dampening Sphere just because the bounce line produced two mana that slows them down to produce, you know, one. I could put Chalice of the Void in there to prevent them from you creating, you know, uh, using one mana spells like Amulet Titan. That real, right there shuts them down. 
maybe Path to Exile. You know, sorting the. Oh, sorry, I, I'm so used to sort. Uh, uh, sorts the plowshare, but Path the Exile, the Primeval Titan, or Path the Exile, the uh, Dryad of Elysian Grove. I mean, yeah, they're getting a land, but they're going to put lands out anyways, no matter what we do. So that's one way we get rid of them. And thanks to Watsy once again, there's a wonderful, you know, land and channel that we could use, another channel land. And that's beside you, the enduring, or who endures, sorry, beside you who endures. Now, I'm expecting, you know, band players to potentially, I'm not thinking, but potentially maybe putting two in there. Two in their main. And the reason why I say it that way is think about it. If they put two in their main and you're running band spirits, what does it get? It gets what? An enchantment. It gets rid of an artifact and it gets rid of a non-basic land. Well, last time I checked, it gets rid of amulet of vigor. How's that a bad thing? Number two thing it gets rid of is what? Any dual land or any basic land that's causing us problems. Well, if they're running Valakut, get rid of it. Why are we sitting there twiddling our thumbs, wondering what's going on? Get rid of the freaking Valakut. So if you're running a band deck, I'm just saying, test it out. Go to MT, try MTGO and try it out. You know, if, if you have friends that really like and say, hey, you know, I'll allow you to put a proxy in your deck so you can test it out before you go to uh, your local game store to play, then fine. Let, you know, ask your friends to test it out with you. But I'll tell you right now, me playing my Azorius deck. Oh, hands down. I automatically have to a John Joe, the seed of the empire. Love that card. That, that thing's a, a chef's kiss. Love that. You hear that? Ching. That, that's basically, you know, uh, the little fairy in the background going, yep, that's perfect. And then I also put the, uh, Atara, the uh the the whatever the 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 cloud city in the clouds whatever i put that in there too but i i you know it's mm, it's expensive i'd rather you know put it where play creatures but i was like you know what it's a free spell like it's one blue mana that i you know it's a it's a card that can't be countered how how am i gonna go bad here how can i go wrong so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's do a quick review, shall we? This is deck is a, you know, a combo deck. People think synergy, it's an actual combo deck. It uses ramp to go out, get out there quickly to make sure Titan hits the board ASAP. Certain cards that we have to definitely be aware of is Amulet of Vigor, the uh, Dryadus Olivian uh, the living in grove blah, 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 right and primeval titan and valakut sorry four so four cards we got to make sure of go out of your way to constantly attack 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 don't sit on your laurels the only time you sit on your laurels is if you have the john joe seat of the empire or you have the uh shacklegeist and then be careful Beware when they have Primeval Titan and the Sun Home uh, Fortress of the Legion. 
Be careful if they have Valakut and the Dryad of Elysian Grove. And be careful if they have Cultivator Colossus and Tireless Tracker. What do you guys think? Am I right? Am I wrong? I know many of you out there are going, you know, Dwight, I don't know. I, I have a hard time beating this deck. Let me just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I have a winning uh, percentage against this deck. I see it all the time when I go to an LGS. And I spank it each and every single time. And thank you, Watsi, for making these channel ends. Thank you. Because now I stand a better chance at beating them. Back in the day, I used to be scared of Amulet Titan and Tron. Especially Green Tron. Not anymore. I'm not shook. I'm not scared. I'm going to put the fear of the spirit in them. Now, you can reach me at uh, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com to share your thoughts. Now, tomorrow, I'm doing another show. I'm going to be doing an IRL in real life. I'm trying to do something different. I try to do one episode specifically spoke, uh, focused on spirits. This next one is just going to be talking about the banning tomorrow. And then some of the spoiled cards that ended up uh, making the rounds for New Capenna. And then Wednesday. Wednesday. Now, if you're watching or listening, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday, I have a special guest. This individual made the, they, they came in fifth in the modern challenge this weekend on Saturday. They were using a spirit deck, an Azorius spirit deck using Urion. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I have Distar, the individual named Distar. His name is Dennis. He's, he's out there in, I, I believe, Sweden, right, uh, Ravishing? Yes. Okay. He's going to be on my show Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would like you to join me because it's amazing how people poo-pooed and slept on spirits and said it could not be done. It's nothing more than a tier two deck. And this individual, this in, he took pride and said, no, 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 no. I'm going to figure a way and take spirits up there. We, you know, I love the fact that we have Dr. Queller out there. He's, you know, kicking ass and taking names. We have Andre Seguera, the other spirit master. He's out there kicking ass and taking names. But I'm proud to see other spirit players going out there and doing what they have to do. And I love the fact that we got brewers within our own community who's not afraid to brew. We shouldn't. We should all take every opportunity because there's so many cards out there for spirits. There's no excuse why it can't be a tier one deck. There shouldn't be no excuse. And thanks to Dennis, a.k.a. the star, he's proven it right. So hopefully tomorrow you show him, join me 8 p.m. Uh, hopefully I'll have a guest. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. And then Wednesday, 2 p.m., uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry, 3 p.m.? Yeah, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have to ask the wife because she keeps track of everything. Right, Ravishing? Sure. And without her, I wouldn't be nothing. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I do hope for uh, do hope that you join me. And if there's any questions, concerns, issues, please don't be afraid to reach, reach out to me on Twitter and on uh, mtgectoplasm at gmail. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's bullshit. We're out of here. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Take care.